0: This is the DTV Digest, the podcast that brings you news and reviews of films which didn't make it to the cinema. And now, here's your host, Mike Parkin.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the DTV Digest. I'm your host, Mike Parkin, and joining me tonight is Richard Hawes. Hello, everybody. And Stephen Luckridge. Hello. This week's show, we're kicking off with Mel Gibson in Hot Seat. Then we've got Bring Him Back Dead, uh, Graphic Design, and the uh, new Chucky uh, fan film, Charles. Our short shot is Life After, and we're going to wind up with our DTV throwback, Hellbinders. So without further ado, let's crack on. Our first review then is Hot Seat. An ex-hacker is forced to break into high-level banking institutions when he discovers that his office chair has been booby-trapped with a bomb. Meanwhile, a seasoned bomb disposal expert must try and rescue him. Is it the 90s, guys? I have to ask. Is it the 90s, or even the early 2000s? Um, (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) Why, oh, why? does somebody a, think hacking is cool and edgy and worthy of an action movie's um, plot device?
2: It is a bit 1995. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, we had Swordfish, you know, that was kind mm. of the, the apex oh, yeah, of it? this kind of thing. Yeah, you it was know? around
2: 2001, I think. People
1: sitting around keyboards tacking away is not cinematic in any way, shape or form. Well, you know well,
2: what you have You know what you need for that. You yeah. need a keyboard with a light with lights underneath.
1: Oh, that. yeah. <laughs> but but also also you need someone giving <coughs> running commentary on what they're doing. You know, mm-hmm. like like in the film The Losers, or even um, uh, the remake of the Italian Job. I think with Seth Green when he's doing it. So you have someone sort of going, hey guys, right? I'm hacking the mainframe now. And you know, really sort of dramatic. At the end of it, so everyone knows he's done something really dramatic when in fact he's just like eh, just typed in a bit of code. Oh my god, this is so uncinematic, guys! It really is. This is a bore fest. It, you know, luckily, luckily we've got Mel Gibson on hand um, to do his finest Steven Seagal impression. Um, <laughs> otherwise, no, that's not fair. It, that's not fair. <laughs> latter day Steven Seagal impression he's nothing like, like
2: Steven Seagal he's he's, I, he's more I, in line with um, with you know the casting of bruce willis or or or
1: I'm being very facetious but now you are as well i think i think i think um <laughs> I, I actually like well Gibson still there i said it um so i like I, him. I think he's the best thing about this I, I think i think his, no, I mean,
2: his plot his I, plot line is is uh, you know it's that that's- one of those parallel stories that's basically yeah. essentially pointless, but it's the better part of the film for me. It is mm. I, no, I, no, I God, totally
1: yeah. agree. I'm, I'm I'm not disagreeing at all. I'm, I'm just being a bit facetious. This all, and I think that's because of all the bloody crap that we have to put up with. Oh God! So yeah, this this is like phone booth made dull. It really is. It, the, yeah. the 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 bad guy is so obvious right from the beginning.
0: It really
1: is. Um, yeah, no, there's very little for me. You know that that redeems this. Uh, Steve, what did you make of Hot yeah.
3: Seat? Uh, hot Seat, more like it was awful. It really was. I mean, yeah, Mel Gibson is the best thing in it by country mile. <laughs> Um Kevin Dillon, I suppose he, he's doing what he can with it, but like you say, he's it, sat in a chair. It's like Lethal Weapon 2, you know, where he's stuck yeah. on the toilet, but stretched out over 90 minutes. And it's like, with a computer involved, it's like, no, it really doesn't, he doesn't do anything. He's just so boring. And some of the acting, I mean, he's... um Kevin Dillon's wife. Damn she couldn't doctor, have to... it? No, no, his wife,
1: not the copper. Oh damn! Yeah, sorry.
3: Lydia Hull, that's the one. Lydia Hull. She couldn't wear out of a paper bag. She's absolutely terrible. I've seen more fear in a, I don't know, a, a turkey neck at Christmas. You know what I mean? She's just <laughs> absolutely dreadful. And then, like you say. It's so obvious who it is and what's happening,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and there's no umph there. There's no fear. There's no tension. There's, it's just blander armour. And like I said, the only thing that gives it anything is Mel Gibson and his partner. You know, with mm-hmm. with the banter, at yeah. least mm-hmm. you're getting a bit of laugh out of them.
1: Or yeah, everything else. Mm-hmm. There's there's one amusing bit. Um, when, when they think Kevin Dillon's the baddie and they've got snipers on the roof. Oh, by the way, the, <laughs> the sniper's rifles are clearly plastic um, and, 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 you know, with a matte paint job, um, unfortunately. But, um, you know, you got this sniper across the street, of. So, you know, got him in my sights, chief, just give me the green light, give me the green light sort of thing, and they give me <clears> the green light, and then Jesse pulls the trigger they go no red light stop 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 and he's like shit and it's like well it's a good job I'm a shit shot then yeah Because <laughs> yeah. like missed by a mile <laughs> it's like well yeah, uh, congratulations in, so... you know well, well done for missing but um we'll be having words at your performance review you. <laughs> the the effects are terrible as well
3: mm. you know the the, the supposed bombs going off oh god it it's just yeah he's just awful. It really is.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm worried that we're going to end up with another another cash cow cycle, you know. Now, now that um, now that Bruce Willis has hung up his his spurs, as it were, uh, um, you know, these producers are now le- looking for another actor to sort of you know, rope into these sort of films, and you know, they've they've obviously done the maths. You know, this is this is kind of like Moneyball. Mm. They've done they've done the math. You know. What's what's the most you know eat optimum budget for a film that is going to get the, the biggest return? Yeah, you know how 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 low can we go and still make a profit? Is well, it, I mean, it, that's, it, that's the thing that like, look at it's the same
3: guy who directed Fortress and Surviving the Game and you know, exactly yeah yeah
1: yeah I do I do worry now when when I, when, when you see the um the you know the opening credits. And the production companies involved when it's like, yeah, you know, any, anyone with finance in the, in the name of the company, I'm thinking, Oh God, here we go. You know, th- yeah, this any, is... Anytime
2: you see Bondit Media Capital.
1: <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Or, or or even Highland, you know, Highland. You know, what, what they called? Highland. Highland. Highland, Highland, Highland Film
2: High... Group. But yeah. They're kind of a production company. They're, they're, yeah, they're yeah. kind of a respectable company. I think at least they're not, they're not yeah, just a finance but, company.
1: But they have been involved in a lot of these as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, you're absolutely, you know, that that sort of thing is like. Oh, God, They're I
2: all the it. rand limit stuff, basically. It's all this, rand stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. This this is all the stuff that, you know, people are making this specifically to to generate cash. You know, it's 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 almost like a money laundering scheme. It really mm-hmm. is. You know, there's there's no art to it, at all. No. So. Yeah, so, uh, Rich, we haven't heard your thoughts on this. I, I think I think we um, we can guess.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, say I think there is a there is a huge amount to criticise, mm. but overall, I did I, I actually really enjoyed it. And say Mel Gibson was a large part of that. Yes, it's another keyboard tapping thriller from uh, James Cullen Bressick, who, who who's um, did Fortress, which was also a, a keyboard tapping thing. But about. about um, Bitcoin, sort of, Bitcoin. Uh, cryptocurrency and yeah. <laughs> so which also has Shannon Doherty in, and so yeah we've got the story is two bits we've got the Kevin Dillon sitting down part which is kind of the the core of the, the film which is uh like you say like phone booth and I think it's sort of leaning into sore as well with the with the sort of voice changes, atone
1: atone for your sins mm. and all that. Yeah.
2: yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Um, the because he also kind of wanted revenge, and that was in Fortress as well. The um, the film is basically get you can tell it's a cheap movie at the start because it's got kind of this uh, montage of outdoor scenes mm. that just look really really cheaply shot, and then like a cheap sort of car explosion kind of thing happening and that but when you get to the when you've got the uh mel gibson scenes which funnily enough are not about him sitting down they're actually Mm. moving about in different in different locations and stuff he's actually the more active of the two which kind of goes against the type you would you would think he would be the one sitting down but his his stuff is his stuff's got more um interest, you know, more interesting visuals and stuff. Everything's framed nicely. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a smart looking film in Mm -hmm. in those bits. Um, But the rest of it is essentially assembled from different movies. So you can say that bits from speed, that bits from speed as well. Yeah. That's, (laughs) that's saw, that's phone booth that, you know, that's this, that and the other it's, it's, it's been assembled from these different bits. Kevin Dillon is okay. Do I believe him as a computer hacking genius kind of character not really um it's kind of a it, it's a stretch the whole film is too long you know if you like mm-hmm. speed you know we got, kind of have this sort of twist ending yeah. stuff going on and, and they drag it out for like another 20 minutes which i thought wasn't really necessary really this kind of movie really you know phone booth and liberty stands still and stuff they were all like less 80 minutes or less mm-hmm. and this one mm-hmm. is like 20 minutes longer than that which wasn't you know, considering low budgets involved, and that wasn't really necessary. There's, um, uh, there's a very amusing moment which shows the, the level of you know, care and attention to the movie when they, there's like a graphic and he's like cacked into a thing, and it and it says access or granted or whatever, and it completely misspells access. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like, Jeez. you know, and it's really obvious on the screen. Uh, there's another. I don't know if you did you pick up on the little um, the Easter egg, the bitly Easter egg. No, no.
4: So there's no. a bit where he's
2: covered, and it comes up with a Bitly address on the screen. All right. And so and so I I checked what the address I, I checked the address to see if it went anywhere, and it goes to the the film's editor, his website. Mm. So, so I thought that was fun. Is it, is
1: it him apologizing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would have been fun. It would have been funny if it was a nice little tie-in or something mm. to the movie, but no, it's it's literally just the editor's personal, you know, sort of website of, of his uh mm. his career and stuff. So mm. um the so that's around the 42 minute mark. The um what are the so oh here's the other thing. Exposition inserts. That constantly try and keep your interest oh, because, because the film is because mm. uh, the film is static. Yeah, they constantly have to throw in a visual of something that someone's mentioning, and whenever and they're like they think you've got the attention of a gnat. So, mm. is like at the beginning oh, of the, the movie back, he meets yeah. his he meets yeah. his daughter's yeah. so, out. No, there you go. So he does something, and then they flash back to it like about five minutes later. Mm. But the other one is when he mentions, like, you know, Zoe is going to be in trouble, you know, Zoe, I'm going to come for Zoe, and it's like, oh, who could Zoe possibly be? They, be- We'd better show, like, a flashback of Zoe. Mm. And <laughs> so, uh, they do that, like, twice. So that's annoying. That's uh, it's uh,
1: it's not but quite average um, bit
2: but it's basically the same principle.
1: Well, well the other thing as well is, is the stupid, bloody um, the, the news reports, mm-hmm. which seem to be omniscient yeah. in this one. So how the fuck are they getting their information? <laughs> for something which is happening right now, you know, oh, is, is is this sort of police um, PR guy just saying, oh yeah, the suspect's name is this guy and we, we reckon he's blowing up everyone, or, you know, they're right in the centre. It's like, mm. no, that, that just wouldn't happen at all. But there
2: you go. I'll tell you another bit that, that's right at the beginning as well, which also mm. was like me, it, it was kind of, it was a scene that was kind of so bad that I was thinking, are they having a laugh? Is it, I mean, it was like, I, I was thinking, this is going to turn out to be a joke. And then it wasn't. <laughs> <And> it's, like, <laughs> it's
1: like, so it's this. Kevin. Is this is this to do with his job?
2: Yeah, this is Kevin Dillon at the start of the movie taking up, because he's like tech support. Mm. And he's taking a call from an old lady mm. who's like the fakest sounding old oh, lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like me pretending to be an old lady. I was like, oh, I need help with my internet. I can't do anything with it. And <laughs> he's like, oh, sort it out for you, love. And he's like, oh, I was like tapping all the keyboards. And,
4: wow. <laughs> and it, I was just like, it, oh, it's, so it's going to cool. turn out
2: to be his mate because his mate in the office is like a practical yeah. joker and stuff. And I was like, I was, I was thinking, it's, it's got to be him. I was like, no, it was a completely
1: genuine wow. call. God, yeah.
2: <laughs> so that was yeah, yeah. But yeah, so... Lots to criticise, <clears throat> lots of stuff sort of having a, a laugh at and whatever. But I did really enjoy the Mel Gibson stuff, which is clearly nodding to uh, Lethal Weapon, but they've kind of done a flip around, he's the guy mm-hmm. who's too old for this yeah. s- stuff mm. and whatever. There's there's like, a, there's little, the whole bomb stuff thing seems clearly uh, referencing, like you say, Lethal Weapon 2 and Lethal Weapon 3 as mm. well. Um, but that's the, st- I mean, Gibson's just, I'm, you know, Gibson's just got it. I've heard that, because he's done a few of these with Randall Emmett, I think. In, uh, one of them was Force of Nature, which funnily enough has also come out this year. It, come, mm. it was made a couple of years ago. It's but sort of in that one, now, apparently, know. I haven't seen it, but in that one, apparently, he is just basically sitting around.
1: Uh, in that yes, one. more mm. or less, yeah. Yeah, it's not a good one. But the rate, you know, uh, Steve, I mean, you know, the one we um covered a couple of weeks ago where he plays, the, you know, this alcoholic actor, yeah. um that was pretty decent. You know, last looks yeah. hasn't yeah, he, look, he got yeah. playing it as like
2: an Englishman or something in that I've read
1: he's got he's, yeah. he's got a weird accent, uh, weird so accent it's almost yeah. like a Fraser Crane sort of accent uh-huh. yeah yeah but um but yeah, yeah so, 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 so decent, there's Life in the Old dog. dog yeah there's Life in the yeah. Old Dog yeah for sure you know you, you know um, oh, so films
2: like there's a lot of stuff I haven't watched I've heard um Dragged Across Concrete
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: I haven't seen but I've heard mm-hmm. that's pretty good that's got a great cast
4: mm-hmm. and
2: a few others but you know because of you know He's kind of he's a more toxic, you know, mm. casting choice for, for want of a better yes. word. He's yeah. not he's not necessarily I mean, most of his films, including the ones where he's getting the big lead roles, like he did one with Sean Penn, like a proper drama or like period, sort of the professor and the madman. Oh, that's and that right. turned up on yeah.
1: that turned up on Amazon mm, and, Pixel, and Amazon stuff. I don't yeah, think
2: yeah. I don't think many of it, he's not a a it's theatrical not a box it, viable sure, no. star. No, but he's you know, he's he, He's still got it, you know. He's still, he can still have, elevate stuff, and um, you know, mm. even when he, you know, when he was in the uh, Machete and Expendables three movies, basically playing the same character in the same year in two different movies. He was, mm. yeah, it yeah, expend,
1: Expendables three,
2: yeah, yeah, having I mean, a fun and stuff. So yeah, um, the Mel Gibson factor works a lot in its favour, especially if you compare him to. Uh, this film's kind of similar to Backtrace with Sylvester Sloan or or any of the Bruce Willis stuff. Mel Gibson's mm-hmm. just head and shoulders above both those, any yeah. of those movies.
0: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. it doesn't. Uh, Unfortunately, it, it it does. Um, but you know, at the same time, he is having to do a lot of heavy lifting because the effort f- from the production company, the script, it's just not there. You know, th- this stuff. Really gives action movies a bad name. No. Um, yeah, uh, it it really is. You know, th- this is this is this isn't even Asylum quality. You know, at oh, least a, At least wow, Asylum know. Fair. At least no. Asylum know how to laugh at themselves. You know, Asylum know exactly what they're doing, and they. And they but but these guys are sort of trying to do it by stealth, and it's just so incredibly cynical. But there you go. That's me. Anyway, scores on yeah. the doors. So Steve.
3: Uh, I'll go a five
1: again. Mm-hmm. And Rich, I'm going to go a six on this one. All right. I'm mm, I'm on the fence between a five and a six. Admittedly, um, I begrudgingly I'm going to give it a six. That's purely down to spell Otherwise, it would be a five. If if this was a Bruce Willis one, it would be a five for sure. Okay, so there you go. Two sixes and a five for Hot Seat. Go check it out. Our next review is Charles. When mob boss Charles Lee Ray is cursed, he attempts to pull off a body swap spell only to find himself in the body of an animated buddy doll. Uh, This is a fan-made well, fan film, shall we say, (laughs) um, of the uh, Child's Play slash Chucky franchise. Um, Steve, what did you make of this one?
3: Um, I was surprised how well it looked, actually, to be fair. Um, The the animatronics on the doll were very, very good. I mean, it starts off a little bit cheesy, but it's about halfway through,
0: where
3: what happens, and that really threw me because I thought that was very, very dark. Um, you know, what the doll does, mm. and I was very surprised they went that direction and kind of stuck with it. And you can't really come back from it, but um, I thought that was actually quite shocking. What, mm. There you know, you know, it, just with the, the state that the person was in, if you know what I mean.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And yeah, I thought it was really, really well done. Uh, the only slight issue I've got, really, is like the, the four different endings, you know, <laughs> tacked on. Because uh, you know, Chucking always comes back n- normally once, once or twice, but. The four times I think it were where he killed him was a little bit too much, to be fair. But apart from that, I, I found it actually really enjoyable and really, really well done. Cool. Uh,
1: Rich, uh, you curated this one. Um, what do you make of it?
2: Yeah, I was impressed. I wasn't quite sure what, how long or you know what it was going to be when because I've been keeping an eye mm. on it. And you know, the thing with these fan films is you don't know if it's going to be five minutes or... Mm hour and a half or, or, or more or something this one actually turned out to be an hour. So it's a, it is a feature. And I thought the quality of, yeah, I think I echo some of what Steve said that the, the multiple sort of comeback moments at the end, there was, there was just too many of them. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think the, the film is low budget. It is obviously an independent sort of am- to a certain extent, amateur production. So that does shine through in a couple of the scenes. But for the most part, it's very professionally made uh, and can sort of stand head and shoulders with, with most of the other films in the series, I would say, now, what they what's interesting about this, and I didn't know this going in, uh, and it confused me a bit at the start, is that this is, it, 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 this is a reboot. It's not a follow-up or a side story yeah. or anything to anything we've seen mm. before. We're going back to the start and doing something. So it goes back to Child's Play sort of... Uh, and does the same you know how did he get into the doll uh again origin story um but it's in completely different circumstances so i'm like well hang on a minute this this wasn't how it was so Mm. it's got to be its own thing but obviously i'm caught on top of that a bit like with all these other remakes and stuff that happen these days is there's there's all the callbacks and touchstones or whatever of things that came before so i mean we did have a child's play remake which kind of did this but also went off in its own direction this one is very firmly rooted in uh, the original sort of the original plot line with Brad Dorif, So they got a mm. the guy doing a Brad Dorif voice playing that character rather than say the, 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 the proper remake, which was, you know, let's get a different actor, redesign the doll. You know, this is all the, the original, everything, you know, is familiar. It's just slightly different. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that once I'd settled into that, and got got used to what they were doing. I I did very much enjoy it, and I thought the the sort of turning it into a kind of a haunted houseish kind of story worked. Um, Don Mancini himself did that with uh, Curse of Chucky, which was all set in a house. And and the there's there's some uh, there's some extra sort of unusual elements yeah. that that Chucky doesn't normally do. So there's kind of a uh, psychological power that he's got that he's you know evidence yeah. which which kind of which really threw me as well mm. what was happening there mm. but you know as we've seen with the main series you know all bets are off they've pretty much gone in every single direction uh this week uh possibly coincid i don't know if it was intentional or not but uh, chucky the the charles fan film dropped and then like a couple of days later or something the the chucky season two trailer also came out so um that's you know the conversation around chucky and all you know the different things that you can do with the character and that are, are quite are, are all there but so the, the chucky's basically more successful than ever now because he kind of dipped into dtv and now he's now he's a, a popular television uh series character and, and you know that that's uh, that's been really good to see so and that's worked really well i i did enjoy the the first season of chucky so yeah. Yeah, uh, I've seen a lot of fan films lately. Um, Charles is definitely of those of of the higher tier, uh, and uh, you know, even though you know, ob- not obviously, but you know, because sometimes they do get familiar actors in. Nobody in this is anyone you know, but I did think the guy who was playing playing Brad Dourif playing Chucky basically did a really good job. I thought he was a, he 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 managed to mimic Brad Dourif's style very very well, uh, yeah. and and that. And that worked uh, and also we've got um, appearances from another character I won't mention but the um, so yeah it's 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 like it's an hour it's on YouTube uh, it's very well if you're a fan or you know you you're you like spooky doll stories in general or whatever but you've never seen a Charles Chuck Lee, Charles play movie you probably still
1: would enjoy it so yeah it's 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 very good I was quite surprised by this, I must admit. Um, when, when it first started, I thought it was going to cheat a little bit. You know, I, th- I thought we are going to be in um, uh, sort of Steve Lawson territory mm-hmm. a bit, mm. in that Chucky wasn't actually going to appear, and we we're going to have an hour of, um, you know, Charles Lee Ray, basically, before he becomes Chucky. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah they you
2: could know, have definitely
1: yeah. done that, couldn't they? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I was kind of sort of seeing it that way because, because he, you know, the guy had the voice nailed down mm. really well, and you know, the sort of bits of the voodoo and stuff. I thought that was all really cool, um, but no, you know, what we actually get is like this 13 minute prologue, sort of leading up to the point where he becomes the Chucky doll, um, mm. and then we get the, um, you know, the, the 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 sort of name of the film sort of pop up. Um, so, so that that was all pretty well done. It was it was quite violent as well, you know. Sort of that that build up. Um, quite a few people got killed sort of leading into that, um, and and then as you say, then we then we get this sort of the whole thing sort of stuck in the house with this couple. Um, and again, as you say, you know, it, it, it heads in a direction you you may not expect. It it could have just played out that whole. You know, there's something a bit weird about that doll. I keep finding it all over the house. You know, as many films have done in the past. But no, it, it, it goes for it. You know, it's, um, so, so so things happen in quick succession. Um, Did you fav- pick up on why the doll was in the house? Not exactly. No, because I, it, I didn't. Attic, didn't yeah, <laughs> it's it, in the basement, no. and it's like because well- the basement I thought it was the attic. Yeah, because because no, they they just bought the house, didn't they? This couple they just bought this old house. Uh, yeah,
2: yes. So from the synop from the uh, Indiegogo, because this was crowdfunded, uh, synopsis, mm-hmm. it seems that this is supposed to have been Charles Lee uh, Charles Lee Ray's house.
1: That doesn't make any sense whatsoever.
2: Which I didn't pick up on that. Mm-hmm. And I because I was trying to think about well, why why would he have gone there? Why why is he wrapped up and why has he put himself there? And mm. that kind of I think felt that could have been that whole part could have perhaps been articulated a bit better.
0: Yeah,
2: because it just seemed it just seemed too random to me because in the yeah. in in the later sequels of you know where chucky dolls just start turning up at people's houses and stuff that was mysterious but it kind of you know did kind of pay off in the end whereas with mm-hmm. this one it was just kind of like i i didn't see the connection of how we yeah. got to this point or, or why it was why it was there mm-hmm. so unless they dropped that and decided to just sort of not dwell on that element and just sort of make it a bit more mysterious i don't know but um yeah, that was a bit that was a bit confusing for
1: me. There there are some some good attempts to sort of make this as cinematic as possible. Mm. Um I I don't think the, the widescreen was particularly necessary for this. Um, you know, it didn't really sort of add anything to it. However, there was one shot in particular which I thought was really well executed, and that's when there's a particular character who dies in his car. Hmm. And you see it all happen yeah. in in the reflection of his rearview mirror, um, and I thought I thought that was now, really really well done. Um, you see, the, the thing with that is,
0: hmm.
1: to me, that was
3: a rip off of Child's Play two. All
1: right, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll Definitely, I, think, I haven't seen that. So I, I've only I've only seen the latter um, DTV right. sequels, not not the actual original trilogy. Right. Oh really? Oh, you should yeah. definitely. No, I've never out. seen it. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, very uh, different. Um, in
2: you know, they're much more proper horror movies than the. Yeah. the I mean, they became they sort of dwelled. You know, Ch- curse of, curse of Chucky went back into horror in the same way as this, but then you know most of the others are you know mate playing for laughs. You know, since the yeah. sort of uh, Bride of Chucky, but yeah, you yeah. go back to the first cup, first two or three, the first three, sorry,
1: yeah. and they're
2: proper. Why, I,
1: I I really liked uh, Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky. I thought oh, they yeah, they me were too. Really,
3: really yeah. good. Yeah, they were. and no. they're so
2: different. They're completely mm. different movies. Uh, yeah. They don't they, they go in completely different directions. Which is what which is again what is amazing about it. They can just yeah. mess about with the you know the 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 character and either make him a comical character and you know mm. surrounded by comical situations, or they just try and go really really dark with it. Yeah.
1: Now, as much as I like this. And as much as I think, you know, they, they do a pretty decent sort of cinematic job of it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, while my eyes were were entertained, my ears were not. Um, now, ironically, there was an advert, because this is on YouTube, there are sort of various advert breaks, um, unless you get the premium version. Oh, that's um,
2: interesting. I didn't realise that even, what, even though it's a yeah. non- for, not-for-profit, they can still put ads on.
1: One of the adverts just happened to be for a company selling um, sound effects and things for, you know, for anything, any, any sort of like web design or whatever.
4: Mm-hmm. But
1: that's what it felt like, you know. It felt like somebody got this catalogue of sound effects and 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 music cues and was using all the dramatic ones all the time. It was too much you know that they, 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 they there's something they need to consider is sort of paring down all all of the sort of su- supposedly suspenseful music cues that they had going on um it it, it was distracting for okay. a lot of them.
2: but there you go I, see, I, see. I didn't have a problem with that i know they've done it they did an original score
0: um mm.
2: and I, I to be honest I, I can't really remember the score that much but um i know that's available to, you can listen to that on YouTube because the guy composed it all the compositions are available on youtube as well and the i did notice some uh badly recorded sound where they i guess they weren't able to pick up pick it up and they couldn't adr it and stuff mm-hmm. so there's there's yeah. certain bits that just don't sound very good those are the sort of bits that sort of um where the where they do feel a bit amateurish and it is sort of in that what you would imagine a fan film to be like you know the sort of l- the lower budget you know not very many resources kind of version but then the you know the horror you know the proper sort of dramatic horror scenes and the um uh, the chucky attacks and things like that and the anima, you know the moving the, the doll and that is all you know i thought you know very very well done this has taken three years to make it was originally supposed to come out last year uh, and they needed a bit more time, so I think it was like tail end last year. It was originally supposed to come out, so the um, the, I think the extra time has paid off, uh, and you know, yeah. they, they that it's, I think it has, I think it has come out really, really well. I mean, that none of these films are perfect. I mean, they're mm. not they they're not supposed to be perfect. If they if they were if they were too perfect, then they they would yes. probably be you know <laughs> yeah, reasons yeah. that they wouldn't be able to actually yeah. make them anymore. But at the yeah. moment uh we're still in a situation where legally um yeah you of know pe- fans can yeah make you know all sorts and um this is let's say it's not one of my favorites i, th- I think there's still you know there there are s- some even better ones out there but this is this is still mm. um, a very very good quantity production and probably the there are other there are other chucky ones out there
4: mm-hmm.
2: and i tried having a, i tried watching one of them and it was really really um you know ropey you know it's, right. it's like uh, but yeah. it the, the sort of the the kind of thing you think of when you think of fan film is just like just too too rough around the edges you know and, and i didn't enjoy it at all. when this one it starts and i like that widescreen look i think mm. you know that 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 lends it something when when you're starting to watch it and i think you know it's would i've liked it to be a uh, uh, half hour longer like a proper feature uh yes I, yes i would i think but we would have probably had to wait um another year or two to get that you'd,
1: so you'd probably need another yeah. three you'd need a plot that had at least another three characters
2: yeah oh yeah you'd have to you know oh yeah. you'd probably have like investigators and stuff wouldn't you You know to add in like mm. cops and stuff mm. Um mm. going into you know the, which is what generally that, uh, a lot of uh, these kinds of stories do do I mean the the original the I mean the setup for the the recent uh Chucky the you know the start of the Chucky series mm. was not dissimilar to this it's kind of you know a young a boy comes in like the original Charles Baker, mm. a boy comes into possession of the doll and that it's all sort of focused around the house to, for a lot of it and and this is mm. kind of in key, and the same with curse a lot of these stories are very domestically sort of focused yeah um and but
1: which makes sense because there's a doll mm. you know you find a doll in yeah. the house They'd <laughs> be, be out of place if you found it somewhere else yeah,
2: yeah. In the chart, say in the original child's play, they were following. It was the boy, but then the, so we were following the boy's story with Chucky, but we were also following his mother, and, mm. and 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 then there was a police officer and stuff. So there was a whole bunch of other characters mm. involved. And in this one, you know, it's literally just a couple. And then after that, you know, we've just got you know two or three characters for yeah. the remaining of the running time. And and all you know, taking that into account, I think the fact that they managed to tell a story over yeah um, an hour mm. um, they did they did very
3: well with it
1: okay so scores on the doors uh steve what are you gonna give charles i'll give it a seven okay and rich
2: yeah definitely a seven from me as well
1: and a seven from me yes this is very solid stuff um very entertaining um you know, as, as, as I mentioned, this could have gone a lot cheaper if it wanted to, um, but it doesn't. It gives you a proper child's play slash chucky, chucky hour. Um, go check it out. Our next review then is Graphic Designs. A young graphic designer cheats on his girlfriend with a woman he chatted with online and becomes ridiculously obsessed with her. Now, Steve, with a film like this, there's really only one way to start this review. Hmm. Dear Razzle, I always got turned on by the readers that <laughs> you publish, but never thought they were real until yeah, now. Until. <laughs> Irene, mean, um, who who is this film made for, Steve? That's, that's you know that's the real question here. Um, it's it's really a very you know. know you know graphic by name, graphic by nature for sure. You know, no I, no. I don't think I've seen a film outside of Pornhub um, with this much um, well, graphic sex. You know, everything except sort of, the, you know, the uh, the actual sort of penetration shots is what we're kind of seeing here. Um, it, it, you know, it, it attacks those scenes with a plum, admittedly. But why? You know, it's... It, it, yeah. It, why?
3: <laughs> I mean, the whole... I mean, it is ridiculous, the whole reasoning behind it, the whole story. I mean, it's also one of them where there isn't a likeable or redeemable character really no every single person is an asshole, and it's basically just one excuse after the other to everyone get their claws off and get knobbing I know basically you know it really is it's like some I don't like red shoe diaries from the nineties, you know. <laughs> but- it is, but but le- but less coy,
1: you know. I mean yeah. things like red shoe, you know, there is a oh we we may show a <laughs> nipple, oh my god, you know, but but here it's just like nope, kit off, you know, get down to it, all, and all falls, all the rest of it. Um, yeah. but you know, pe- people have access to the internet, you know. Um I, I, I just fail to see really, if if you're going to go this far, who who are you aiming at? You know, people who want all the sex but without the, the icky bits? You know? Yeah, I mean... It's... it's, 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 it's yeah.
0: It, it, it's just... Ridiculous is the only word I can use, you know? I mean... Mm. I don't... I, I don't really want to get into spoilers, but you know, the 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 ways that the characters right, so you got the boyfriend, mm-hmm. it just goes completely off his nut and yep. goes further further into a, a mental breakdown. The girlfriend who is also shagging the boyfriend's best mate. Mm. Who then?
1: She, 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 Well, she finds out, doesn't she? I can't remember. If he tells her, or she finds out, and and I, I suppose that she's curious about that side of things. So she, she sort of like goes down that particular rabbit hole.
3: Yeah, but it, it just comes out. No, I don't. Yeah. it doesn't seem any curious about it. It's just hmm. like, oh well, I'm gonna, I'm tr- gonna try and find out who it is. Hmm. And tell her to back off.
1: By becoming oh, a cam girl myself. By becoming
3: a cam girl, yeah. Uh, it's like, no, come on. Mm. It's... And then you've got the other couple, mm. well, thrumpled, should I say, mm. in yeah. the house that it keeps <laughs> going round to to try and find yeah. uh, this girl. And, and keeps getting stuck
1: under the bed. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's like, come on.
1: Uh, oh, but, God. It's I mean, it's a weird film, it really is. Um, I I I think that is yeah you know, literally who it's aimed at. I, I think you know if if you go back to the seventies, you know, porn yeah. had a certain respectable veneer. You know, people actually tried to make proper films that just happened to have a lot of sex in them. Um, mm. You know, they had proper scripts and everything, and some of them are actually quite witty. You know, and quite quite well developed and I, I i think that is the you know that's what kind of is missing in today's industry and i think that's the sort of gap they're trying to go for something which has got a bit of a story to it is reasonably well acted um but still contains all the sexy stuff you know um but i don't know i think i think it just misses the mark here i think it's yeah. it, you know, it 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 looks good certainly um you know, the, yeah, I mean, um, the production it, values are very good.
3: Yeah, it's well shot. To be fair, you know, the lighting is really good. Mm-hmm. Um Even the performances are pretty good.
1: You yeah, know,
3: there's not, but it's just the ridiculous twists and turns that the characters yeah. make themselves. Yeah, the, it,
1: it, it 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 feels in fact it, it feels as realistic as a porn movie doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. What it boils down to. Um, the there ending. are a couple of funny bits yeah and, and the ending you see it's it's like oh we're we're an umbrella core <laughs> you know yeah. that's kind of that's kind of the, the vibe i got from the ending you yeah. know like you, it's like <laughs> <laughs> but there you go um okay yeah it's a ridiculous film for sure it looks it, it looks good um it feels very redundant in today's entertainment landscape shall we say um, yeah, I, I I don't really sort of see the niche it's 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 going for. So on on that basis, Steve, how are you going to score it out Tim? I'll give it a five. Yeah, I'm going to join you on a five. Um, it 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 certainly um, it titillates, that's for sure. But at the same mm. time, you know, um depending on what, whether or not you have Net Nanny or whatever, um, the likelihood is you have access to this kind of thing, you know, um, at your fingertips. I, I, I fail to see the um, the appeal of, of this particular film um, yeah, and, I, and its like,
3: approach. You know, when it starts, you think it's, I don't know, maybe like a bit like a fatal attraction, but, you know, mm. using dating apps instead, you know, Mm. Trying to bring it up to date a bit, but it just goes so far off the mark. And
1: there is one funny bit, and a very telling bit early on when it, when his mate is, you know, he's, he's explaining this app to him, sort of saying, "Oh, you know, um, it sorts out all your algorithms and all the rest of it, and you know, gets you in 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 line with the right women and all the rest of it." And he he says, oh yeah, I've also created my own catfish accounts, as you know, with my fake female accounts, so I can check up who's who I've dated to see what they're saying about me behind the back. Yeah, "Yeah, okay, you know, yeah, that's um, that rings true for sure.
4: Yeah,
1: but there you go. Okay, two fives for graphic design. If that sounds like it's going to float your boat, go check it out. Our next review is bring him back dead now rich um before before i give the synopsis for this mm-hmm. i just want to sort of um prime you a little bit yeah. what does this sound like on paper okay after a jewelry heist <laughs> leads to a bloodbath the armed robbers, one of whom is severely injured, return to their designated rendezvous where there are heated reprisals and double crosses. Yes, yes. What film am I talking about, Rich?
2: <laughs> well, as soon as I started watching it, I'm like, this is Reservoir Dogs. <laughs>
1: it's fucking Reservoir Dogs, isn't it? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I thought it was going to be Reservoir Dogs for the whole film, but it wasn't. Mm, it's just the no. first act.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it sort of ditches that format and uh, heads off and do the same thing. So we've got... Um, we've got gary daniels in a leading role how rare is that these days um i think he does really well in this um louie is the um, the guy behind the plan and everything um <coughs> we also have a little bit of william baldwin william baldwin or daniel uh,
2: baldwin daniel, baldwin, in this
1: daniel baldwin um turning up for a little bit um so yeah you know th- there's this horrible very painfully familiar setup which then, you know, luckily it does sort of head in its own direction. And if it wasn't for Gary Daniels and Louis Mandelor, sort of, um, you know, their sort of verbal sparring, I thought, was 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 pretty good. Um, Louis Mandelor, who's, as, as we both know, is very Australian, here doing a very so sort of yee-haw, sort of cowboy accent um, very well. I don't know how he managed to keep in character, to be quite honest, um, but, but he manages it. Um And it does sort of become this, you know, guys on the run kind of thriller, um, which we've seen a lot of, uh, especially with Gary Daniels, funny enough. I, I'm thinking of the one with um, Stone Cold Steve Austin.
2: Yeah, funnily enough, that's exactly the same movie that I thought of. Yeah, I can't
1: remember the title of it. <laughs> Hunt to uh, Kill. Hunt to Kill. That was Yeah, because Gary Daniels was
2: one of the antagonists in that wasn't Yeah,
1: it? he was one of the henchmen in that one. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, definitely... You know, there's a lot of familiarity with what we're seeing here. Um, but how do you get on with this?
2: I liked it. I think, yeah, there's that initial, oh, is this all it's going to be kind of feeling. And then mm. the sort of derivative sort of, ah, oh, it is. it is. I really did reasonable. think it was
1: just all going to be in that lodge. You know? Yeah. Like the whole film was going, to, it was going to be like a ship in the bottle kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like. Especially when you got the flashback as well, the flashback to the meal before the robbery. You know, it's like, oh god, this is so Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because
2: they were in a, they were even like in a diner or something, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so I think that that was, they were clearly influenced and they were sort of paying homage or whatever, but that, it was a mm. bit too on the nose. I and think it was a bit too obvious to do that. Um, and then say when it turns into Hunt to Kill, essentially, for the for the for the remainder, mm. uh, that was a bit of a relief. And I thought it worked out well. I thought the uh, I thought to, my ultimate feeling was it delivered what you would want. You know, it's like you, mm. you kind of go into sort of a film like this and you think, is it going to, is it going to be a bit ropey and, you know, a bit because some of these films, I mean, Gary Daniels has done a few things over the years recently, but I'm I'm not up to date on them at all. Mm. Uh, I haven't actually seen, but I know a couple of them are, are apparently not very mm. good, but uh, it's not for want to try. And it's just some yeah. of them are just not as available. I mean, a couple have turned up on Netflix. that so I haven't had a chance to watch, but mm. the, so i've mainly seen him in supporting roles uh, prior to mm-hmm. prior to this um in recent years so in uh, in i am vengeance yeah uh, and uh, uh tekken uh, way back the the dwight mm-hmm. little movie where he got quite a bit of uh, quite a good role in that um so yeah he does the gary daniels thing uh, it's quite unusual to, he's got long hair in a ponytail which is quite unusual to see in mm. this day and age, because nobody dresses like that, but that's his look, kind of from the 90s. He, yeah. He's still rocking it. Uh, he's got... He, the fight scenes are pretty good. Lewis Mandalore is, is the one really sinking his teeth into his character,
1: uh, mm. as, you know, he's quite a dedicated And his fight actor. scene with Gary Daniels is really was good, good as well. Yeah, yeah cause, I cause think it, that worked as well. Didn't we, didn't we learn that he, he, he used to be a boxer? Yeah so well I think a boxing he's boxing background or something. Yeah,
2: I think he's done martial arts and stuff as well because yeah, he's yeah. has he's made I mean he's been in he's been in various martial oh, arts yeah. films, so he, I mean he was in The Quest with um for the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie in a small role but it wasn't a fighting role. Uh, he yeah. did um some of his martial law.
1: Yeah, he did uh, that long that long fight scene in um in in um, Debt Collectors 2.
2: Yes, and yeah. he was also he did films there was a like a martial arts. Film. I'm not sure if it's mixed martial arts, but it was like a martial artsy film called Champions with Danny mm-hmm. Trejo back in the '90s and all sorts. So he's he's in and out. He does he does all yeah, sorts yeah. of genres and he's he's quite experienced with action stuff as as well. Mm-hmm. So I think he yeah he was very accomplished in this. Uh, he's probably like the he's he's kind of. Gary Daniels, it's great to see Gary Daniels, but for me, you know, Lewis Mandalay is kind of like the selling point. I think of this. Yeah, where yeah. He's not in it a huge amount, um, but I think you know, for what it is, it was much higher quality than I was expecting. I was thinking it was going to be a bit, bit um, cheaper looking, but I thought it had yeah. a good look to it. You know, the the limited locations and stuff, and the and the visual effects on the on the kills and stuff mm. was all really well done. So yeah, so I, overall, I had a good time with it.
1: I agree. Yeah, I I, I did too. Um, it, you know, it is a low budget action movie, but it, you know all all, all the actors are giving their all. Um, it's a lot better it, than
2: Apex and stuff like that. Yeah, oh you know? God,
1: yeah, which, which are, you know, yeah, no no one's strolling around like they're in their back garden in this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, there's it, a, a bit of urgency to to, to stuff happening. My own, the only thing other than you know the over familiarity with the, with the setup is. The number of sort of double crosses and stuff that happen at the end, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, God, oh, oh, he's not, de- he's not dead yet, okay, right, and uh, you know, that guy's just double-crossed him, and all the rest of it. Oh, and it turns out he's done a secret deal with this guy, you know. It, it was like too much going on, really. Um, oh, and
2: you have got the sort of flashback motivations for the character and sitting oh, by yeah. the bedside and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, a Bit of a cliche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But- stuff but uh yeah so it it is formulaic it's it's Mm -hmm. cliched um but you know they they managed to pull it off um, much better than i think you know many others in this sort of low budget indie uh Mm. i mean because this is not a film of the sort of budget of a bruce willis rand lemmick kind of joint
1: no this is yeah this is a lot lower than that a lot
2: lower budget but they managed to sort of
1: make a make better it, movie make out it. of it <laughs> yeah they did yeah and it, it, yeah and, and yeah quality wise and entertainment wise i think it's um definitely head and shoulders above so, so i'm very
2: interested to see the gardener now which uh, which is uh, another film that gary daniels has put out this year all right or, or, or last year this year um which is a hit a british movie so it'd be nice to see and i'm hoping that will turn out i mean it is available it's on vod and stuff but i haven't had a mm-hmm. chance to to watch it, I'm hoping he'll turn up on Prime or, or something. Yeah. But that that should be quite. as him and Robert Bronzy. All oh, right. It's not, it's not. He's not in the lead in that one. I think yeah. he's the villain. But
4: cool.
2: uh, yeah, it's not. It is nice to see. I think Gary's Daniels is appearing more regularly and stuff now yeah. than I think he disappeared for a while. But he's kind of had a having a little bit of resurgence. So mm. that's quite. That's quite good to see. Um, and you know, he was he was on form in this. I would say.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, OK, on that on that note, uh, Rich, how are you going to score it? I'm going to give it another respectable seven. Yeah, this is a very respectable double seven uh, for Bring Him Back Dead. Go check it out. Our short shot this week is Life After. A hostage negotiator dealing with the death of a partner and lover is forced to confront someone who has gone to extreme lengths to cope with his own grief. Um, okay, Rich, you bumped at the scheduled short for this one because you were raving about it. Um, why don't you kick us off with your thoughts on Life After?
2: Well, this popped up because I think I, I follow various short film um uh, websites and stuff. So I got on, I got on getting the newsletter. So I got an email from uh, Film Shortage. uh, And they, with this particular one, they had a a code to to go and rent it for free, basically on Vimeo. And so I thought, well, that sounds interesting. You know, the, um, you know, you don't, don't see that very often. And Mm. the fact that this is sort of behind a locked, behind a locked gate sort of thing, makes you a bit more inclined to sort of give it a go. But the fact that the post of sort of initially caught my eye it's a woman with a gun and stuff is a like, very you know professional looking uh, poster and I was I was initially intrigued it started to talk about things like terrorism and host you know hostage taking and things but also you know drama mm. and uh so I start watching it and it immediately you're like this is this is high quality stuff yeah. Um, it's very. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very very polished. The cinematography is excellent. It's a pro- it's it's it is a dramatic thriller. Uh, the uh, it starts off emphasizing the drama, but then once we move to the because uh, we got the character, she's a she's like I don't know if she's like bomb squad or, or no, she's a hostage
1: negotiator.
2: Is she a negotiator herself? Because the other guy yeah. was a negotiator, wasn't he? And yeah. he was doing all the talking, so I was I wasn't mm, sure yeah. what her role was, but see. So they turn up on the scene. It's you know, it's it's you know, it's low budget, it's all warehouses and stuff, but the way it's shot is fantastic. And so you feel like you're watching a big budget movie or at least something on a <laughs> like a a sore budget level, you know. Mm. And uh, I thought the the I thought that they juggled the sort of the drama and the th- the thrills side of it really well. It's definitely leaning more into the drama and uh so I'll, I'll be honest i didn't entirely follow all the stuff about the um mustard seed which the uh, the antagonist is going on mm. about sort of, um as he's sort of posing a question of you know uh a th- you know sort of um a contemplative question that he wants an answer to and which you know it's not like it's not like the riddler but you know it's kind of leaning in that sort of direction of he's trying to find some sort of answer and there's a connection between these two. So the, the film is just uh, over 20 minutes long. I think it is, um, possible. I get the idea. I get the indication that it's proof concept. I think it does work the way it is, but it, there's, there's little n- touches and sort of little things they mention as the stories got as, as it's getting towards its conclusion, which suggests to me that this was a longer draft, you know, that there's, a, there's a longer script here. Um, and I would like to see that. And I, but I think it is fine the way it ends, but it definitely does leave leave you one leave you open and sort of intrigued about you know developing this more. So yeah, I thought this was excellent.
3: Steve, your
1: thoughts on this one?
3: Uh, yeah, I agree, Rich. Really well done. Um, really well shot. Really well performed. Um, like I said, the only thing that disappointed me is. Like you say, it's 25 minutes, whatever. It's a proof of concept. And we get this quite a bit now with these. It doesn't finish the story. It just kind of ends. And I wanted to see more. Mm. You know, I, I wanted to see... I mean, I suppose, you know, you could say that's a good thing, leaving even more, but I wanted it, you know, wrapped up in a little bulb so we knew what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, absolutely, yeah fantastic really good I think the idea was they were trying to they they leave it on the quite
2: contemplative note so I think you can take it as you know like a suspenseful conclusion or you can take it as Mm. they're just cutting off the end of chapter one and you know you've got to wait for for the next installment kind of kind of thing so I think I think it's it's a delicate balancing act that I think they tried to pull off Uh, and I do think in 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 general, it works, but yeah, I, I I like you, Steve. I do feel that need, that, that sort of hunger for just a bit more of a bit yeah. more of a, a resolution.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, I do not disagree. Um, yeah, this has got a great look. You know, a lot of lot of production sheen to it. Um, you know that that bit with all the you know the cop cars and everything turning up outside the yeah. warehouse. You got the SWAT and everything. You know, they they've really really gone to town on it. Um, really really good setup. Uh, the, the, there are some weird bits as, as, as you say there's you know there's this sort of like big question mark about her boss and and you know what what she's up to there seems to be some weird stuff going on there um yeah it's yeah, a good point yeah I didn't really
2: yeah. understand what was happening in that those scenes too much either
1: um yeah obviously something you know something bad happened sort of quite recently and and there's you know, the, the the opportunity to point fingers, I guess. Uh, I think that's that's where they're going with that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Know, then,
1: um, you know, the fact that she was having an affair with a her, her partner, which is why she doesn't go to the funeral and stuff like that. You know, um, but yeah, the stuff inside the warehouse was fantastic. The what the way it's lit. You know, mm. when she's going down the even just when she's walking down the corridor. Yeah, You got, really you, great, got the, yeah. you got the blinking. Yeah you know, the blinking lights on the explosives and stuff like that. Um, and all the, the stuff with the therapist's office. I thought well, that was excellent.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. You yeah. Know, the,
2: two people sat and, sat you know, facing each other. The cameras kind of pulled back for quite mm-hmm. a lot of it and the discomfort and the, the way they keep cutting to the... Mm. Uh, the the therapist basically sort of looking at the clerk or you know the yeah. you know she's got the ring mm. on her finger yeah. and stuff and mm. know, the, the disconnect you know that she's supposed to be there yeah. helping her and that that all com- that all comes across really well mm. as well
1: and the, the, there's that sort of very very sore-like reveal yes you know as yeah. the guy sort of, you know um you know sort of explains what he's or, or we find out exactly the, what, what what he's kind of up to. Um, yeah, that, it is that, a bit derivative.
2: That is one. That's probably mm-hmm. the one thing that criticism is it. it is a bit too close to like yeah. a saw movie at times.
1: Yeah, and and monologuing, which is kind of fits with the character, I guess. But there you mm. go. Um, but other than that, yeah, this for a sure, short, this is really really good. You know, you, you could easily forget that you're watching a short film with this one. And, Do you remember and- the
2: one we watched about the ghost? Sort of the Ghostbusters ish kind of. Mm-hmm. thing where it was set in the world where there was like teams investigating in, in los ghosts. angeles
1: so. yeah, yeah the, I so. franchise that, yeah
2: that no, no no i mean the no. um no i mean i know, the, I know the, what the, you mean rich yeah the the one where the um it's set in a future where ghosts exist and there's like an oh, investigative right. force yeah, yeah. and stuff and yeah. that had the same kind of look you know mm. the, you know the big budget sort of look to it that Similar to this, I thought I felt that was that was what came to mind. Completely different kind of story, but yeah. similar sort of environments and that. But beautifully filmed, you know, getting the extras in and stuff for certain sequences just elevated it. And uh,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
2: Sorry, sorry to cut you off there.
1: No, that's right. Yeah, I was, I was barking up the wrong tree, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, this is um, yeah, it's, it's very solid. Um, it's, it's currently on Vimeo. If you want to rent it, it costs. I think it's like a dollar ninety nine at the moment. Um, and it's, it's definitely worth it. You know, if you've got a couple of dollars to spare, um, it's definitely worth the rent. So we'll put the usual link to it in the footnotes. So go check it out. Our DTV throwback this week is Hellbinders. A supernatural battle for souls plays out on the streets with lots of guns and knives. That is the IMDb um, synopsis Mm -hmm. for this one. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so this, it's very much of a particular time, you know, before the MCU really sort of kicked off big style, and we had things like Sin City and sort of 300, you know, that style of Um, sort of comic book storytelling that that, um, was was kind of prevalent for a while and and then sort of died a death thank god Um, so we're in that sort of style, lots of sort of, um, you know, sort of cartoon sorry, not cartoon, sort of comic book panels, that sort of thing going on to sort of, you know, help with a bit of um, exposition and sort of juxtaposition Um, Rich no, let's go Steve. Steve, what are your thoughts on Hellbinders?
3: Not oh, for me. Um, didn't get with this at all. Um, it kind of reminded me of... Um, is it Jujitsu? Yeah. Because the next- oh, yeah. they used the same device, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, it's, you know, using the panels and stuff like that. And, mm. yeah, it was awful, really. I mean, yeah. That was terrible. I mean, Park. I normally... You know, I've seen him in a few things. He's normally pretty good. In this, Jesus, he was he was terrible. Absolutely awful. And then, you know, it's just... So I'll, and I'll be honest, I didn't, I didn't have a clue what was going on. It was
1: one of them. Well, I think, it I think it's meant to be... And, Yeah, isn't it meant to be some sort of anthology thing as well, though? Because Well, that's the thing,
3: because I was looking at it. I was looking at an IMDb, Mm. and it's saying it's it's three different directors. Mm. And it's like they've all directed a a part of it or something. I'm thinking, oh, right, so is it like an anthology? But it
1: doesn't play like an anthology. No, it's all stitched together, isn't it? Yeah.
3: No,
2: I think um, what happened was that they because that kind of threw me at the start yeah. of the movie because it yeah. says, you know, it's kind of got yeah, three sets story of and yeah story story of or, and I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. So I think what they've done is they've decided to the three different directors
4: mm.
2: have chosen a character whose scenes they're going to film, and so that they've tried to give, right. I guess, a different look and feel to the scenes with different characters, which I guess you can see to an extent. Mm. But I think that's what mm. they were going for there,
3: right? Okay, yeah, kind of get that now. But yeah, it, it is what it is. It's you know, what was it 2009? Cheap, mm. cheap, cheap, cheap action film that's got a bit of a supernatural tinge to it. But no, I didn't enjoy this at all. To be fair. It was
1: quite bored. I kind of liked some of it. I must admit, um, I like I liked Ray Parks in this, and uh, Johnny Ray Bosch as well, who we've come across before, Rich, um, in at least one short we've covered, um, either either we've covered or um, turned up. Yeah, on... Arc
2: Arch- Exodus. There we go. Um, we we covered. And... Yeah, yeah. He's back. He's his history is like Power Rangers and stuff, and yeah, That's he's right. done some really yeah. good. His films. his
1: introduction, that whole scene in the alley with the, with the Yakuza guys, I thought that was really well done. Um, but yeah, so so there are definitely elements here to like, but I, I'm I'm not a fan of the framing device, and you know that that style at all. Um, Rich, what are your thoughts on this one? I, I know this is one you've been waiting to see for a while. I have, um, yeah. Well, we've never
2: had a proper release in the UK, so I've been wanting to see it for, you know, ever since it was basically originally coming out in two thousand nine. So I'm looking out for it, and uh, yeah, just stumbled on it on uh, on Plex, which is a a, a
1: yeah service I I haven't really used much of. No, no, but there's a lot that, as you said, you know, offline before, you know, there's a lot of interesting stuff on there that will definitely be. Dipping our toes in, in, into the um, into the pool of plex again. Yeah.
2: So the mm. the, the one thing to note that's an ad based platform. So yep. we there were several uh, quite lengthy commercial commercial breaks, and it's always the same commercials basically. So <laughs> so and, and in some cases variations on the same commercial one after another. Uh, I watched so many Tommy Tippy uh, commercials, it's it's crazy. But the um, the film itself. Uh, was, yeah, it could never live up to the hype, I guess, that I'd, I'd had for it. I, lo- I think the poster, that it came out as a great poster and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray Park in a leading role, which is very, you know, never happens. I think it's probably one of the only examples I'm aware of. And Johnny Young-Bosch got a lot of credibility. He did, he's the uh, film's like Broken Path. Very, very good. Um, yeah, you know, very good martial artist. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's done a lot of really... Some, some interesting, yeah. he also directed, he did a, a film called... Um, uh, the Legend of, well, I think it was called, it was released as Sword in the UK, really bad uh, retitling, oh. but Legend of the Bloody Boy, which was like a a really curious attempt to make a slasher movie with like full on Hong Kong style action sequences, which oh, was yeah. which was a very very strange mix. Uh, hmm. So he he's done that and say Broken Path and and different things since the Power Rangers. So he's really good. Um, in this, we I didn't think we got to see him at his best, which was a shame yeah uh, he's kind of um he as i was watching the film i was kind of reminded and i don't i don't know if they went for this intentionally but of Tak sakaguchi and versus
4: mm-hmm.
2: they seem to be going for addressing him in that sort of style playing a similar kind of character um but yeah. i might be remembering, uh, misremembering because i saw versus a very long time ago very um time ago. Yeah. ray park gets to uh you know he's he's not playing an american or anything he's 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 being being British and, you know, so he's, he's, you know, not, uh, you know, he's, he's a bad guy and he's sort of got this, uh, he's got this, uh, sort of redemption story mm. as it, as it goes on. Uh, and I thought that was fine. I didn't mind it. actually, it, it, one thing about the movie is it did make me wish we'd said, we got more Ray Park movies, mm. uh, you know, so, so for example, some of the films that we see with Luke Goss, you know, I could easily yeah, see yeah. Like, Ray Park sort of fitting into some of those, um, the, but the film overall, it is very low budget. It's it is,
4: mm-hmm.
2: uh, it's all back alleys and car parks and and stuff like that. There's like one or two sets, like the 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 satanic villains kind of basically lair, mm. is essentially like a, a room with some with some uh, wispy curtains sort of hung down and stuff. It's very it's very very low budget, um, but you uh, so. I did say I enjoyed the fact that I got to see this movie with Ray Park and Johnny Ongbosch teaming up. Uh, there's got some reasonable uh, action sequences. also got people like uh, Gerald Okamura in there, Dan Southworth, um, Derek Mears, who, who's probably most well known for, um, he wore he was Jason in I think Freddy versus Jason, but uh, he's a he, stunt guy. Um, but overall I found the film really dragged a lot. Uh, I was kind of, mm. kind of a bit of a slog mm. to get through. I was very, very distracted at times. I wasn't really particularly interested. They're trying to build up this mythology yeah, and stuff around it. And I think, you know, I was thinking back to other things that I've seen similar. So there was a there was a TV show quite a long time ago called G versus E, which was a similar kind of there's evil in the city and they've got to try this sort of mismatched pair have got to try and deal mm. with it. Um which, so it was just kind of making me think of better stuff, which is never really a good sign. Um, in terms of the, the type of movie that is in the budget realm that it is, also made me think of Shadow Fury, which was also very, very low budget, shot in back alleyways and stuff. Yeah. And had a couple of interesting mm-hmm. casting choices, but had these fantastic action sequences mm-hmm. and stuff in it. So for me, it's like uh, Shadow Fury is like the top, and this is kind of like more towards the sort of middle bottom. It was just, it's, it's. I think if you're a fan, if you're interested in these guys, it's worth seeing, but it's really not uh, otherwise, probably not worth your time. General viewers, not really going to get much out of it. No, there's a lot, there's a lot better stuff out there,
1: especially every time Kane was on screen as well. Well, that's the thing because
2: Kane is like the third one, isn't he? So the focus is on Ray Park and Johnny on watch, and this Kane guy, played by Esteban uh cueto, cueto mm. um is he's he's kind of a non-entity he's kind of not mm. really got a, you think oh with he's kind of a character he's he's on the same par as these guys and we're supposed to be following but i think they even realized that in the marketing that you know they yeah. couldn't really hang the film on right. on him so it mm. was they, they they almost sort of tried to push put him <laughs> to the side mm. and so that doesn't quite come off which the re- the film was really should have been sold as like this three you know like uh, triples triple threat sort of thing you know mm. put, put hold uh, hang up these this guy as like this team and isn't it is mm. a bit like a TV pilot and you know putting this team mm. together but yeah you know that he's just not he's just not he doesn't have it I think Ray Park has it yeah. Johnny youngbosch isn't firing at all cylinders but still he has it but yeah, yeah unfortunately the Esteban guy is um, mm. is just. He's not, yeah. He's not
1: while while I was watching this, that um, there was two films that did come to mind, which which are definitely better examples of this hmm. sort of thing. What one's called Contract Killers, which I believe is a Canadian film. I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it. It's very yeah, that's, that's got a lot of good action in it. Uh, and the other one, you know, if you, if you're going to use this sort of like, you know, as a you know, inspired by Sin City kind of thing, uh, there's a film called um, The Girl from the Naked Eye.
2: Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah,
1: it's got some mm, really yeah. good stuff in it. Yeah, Jason that, Jason Yee. Yee, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah You know, I, I was kind of reminded of that those those two films as as you know, films I wish I was watching instead of this, unfortunately. But you know, the, the, as you say, that there is that curiosity factor. Um, it's good to see Ray Parks and Johnny On Bush because um, you know, it's someone we've um, you know crossed paths with before when we're covering shorts. So on that basis, it didn't waste our time really um it's on plex as we said so we'll uh, we'll put a link in the footnotes below and that is the end of this week's show so thanks to rich and steve for joining me this evening no problems an interesting mix of films as usual we don't always enjoy them but they're always fun to talk about um Thanks for listening. Uh, Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Twitter at the DTV Digest. Also check out the Short Shots, where Rich puts a new short every evening around about 8 o'clock. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the DTV Digest. Let us know your thoughts in the comments and tune in again next time.